60 rows. Man, I, I swear, every single day I come on here, I see your face. It makes me happy, man. There you go. Yeah, get in line on that one. Whatever. I <laughs> uh, want to welcome everybody to the playoff edition of Baseball Today, presented to our, by our friends over at Dugout Mugs. All right, let's get it going. I want to offer you some congratulations. I didn't even have to waste my time watching all 162 games of all 30 teams. Didn't have to watch both wildcard games or all the divisional round games or the LCSs. Just had to figure out your tweet from March 31st, I believe, where you said Astros Braves in the World Series. I'm patting myself on the back a little bit. Obviously, look, that's a lot of that is just luck. We do go over every single team. We're talking baseball prior to the season. We go yep. through roster, everything. And now I'm, I'm going to say this. I picked a raise to win the World Series last year, preseason. They made it to the World Series, lost to the Dodgers. This year I ended up picking both teams. We'll see if the Braves can, can take it from Houston. But, yeah, man, I'm excited. My pick is out there kind of. It blew up a little bit. If I if I nail this thing, Chris, if I nail Atlanta and six, yeah. I don't think anyone's gonna be able to tell me anything. I'm gonna be nope. the rest of my life. Yep, it'll be over. It'll be over. Uh, you might be able to move into a new house, move to Vegas, uh, win a casino. Who the heck knows? So let's get to it. Um, Braves are off to their first World Series in 22 years. If I had told you at the beginning of August that they would represent the National League for the World Series, you would have said. If you were to tell me, I would have said yes, because I stuck with my original pick. But that's the only reason I stuck with my pick there. There was a time, Chris, where I almost wavered. And I said, look, Ozuna's out. Okunia just got hurt. Like, I asked, should I and can I change my pick? People said I could. And I said, no, I'm going to stick with my original pick. So I'm happy I did that. But look, you're totally right. I mean, we at the you're talking about at the beginning of August, they had already made all their moves, but we were still wondering like what these moves meant. Acuna was gone. They bring in a bunch of outfielders. Rosario wasn't even he was on the IL at the time, right? Jock Peterson had been there for a couple weeks, you know, because they went and got him early. I think everyone was just excited that AA didn't throw the season away because Acuna was there, but we still weren't sure what was going on. That NL East was weird. The Mets were kind of grooving at that time. Uh, you really couldn't find a lot of people at that specific time in the season that were on the Braves at all, myself included. I, I only picked them because of my preseason pick, but besides that, I think everyone had kind of written the Braves off at that point. But, man, the moves that they made turned out to be the difference maker. I would have said you were nuts. 500 team, didn't start taking over a crappy division until the middle of August. No way. Just didn't see it happening. Um, mm -hmm. And certainly I thought that whomever was going to win that division was going to be easy fodder for somebody, whether it be the Giants, Dodgers, Braves, or uh, Brewers. It just Any wasn't going to happen. Anybody. <laughs> yeah. And so the way they pulled together, the way they their bullpen got it together, to me was simply amazing. Amazing. Speaking of, bigger moment yesterday. Eddie Rosario's three-run shot off of Walker Bueller or Tyler Matzik's domination in the seventh inning. I love Roses at bat. Obviously, he's hot, NLCS MVP, uh, but Matzik coming in to strike out the side was incredible. Yeah. I mean, that, I was at a house full of Dodger fans. We were watching that. Pujols comes up second and third. You know, I, I didn't like Pujols' chances there, but I said, this guy's been driving in runs his whole freaking life. He might get the job done. He goes down, then he gets two more strikeouts after that. He was just blowing guys away in that bullpen. 
you know, for all, you know, all the Braves fan, Braves Twitter was all over that bullpen towards the end of the season. Like, look, we got to sit through this. And they make us scared every time they come in the game, specifically the, the end of the game guys like uh, the Will Smith and a Matt Sick. But those, those guys figured it out. And, and, like, they were dominant against the Dodgers last night. Like, dominant. So hats off to them. Listen, Rosario's bat was phenomenal. Fouled off a couple of tough pitches. That ended it for them. But what Matzik did and what he has done the entire series and based on his where he's been, his road to get there, so unexpected to strike out pool holes, a pinch hitter in Sousa, and then Mookie Betts, damn, that was impressive. That was impressive, dude. Unbelievable. I am happy for him. I'm happy for Freddie Freeman. I'm happy for Brian Snicker, a guy who's been in the organization since 1977. I mean, it's really unbelievable if you think about it, Trev. It, it really is. Like, I didn't know Matzik's whole story. I, obviously, I, I knew the name, and I, I, I even played against him uh, way back when, but I didn't know he, you know, had the yips, right? And then he yeah, went he to, did. Then he went to indie ball, and to come back, and he, I mean, to do what he did, I mean, that's the biggest inning of the Braves' entire season right there he pitches. I mean, that's that if that doesn't show people, like – you can just continue to get better and get better and get better. You'll end up where you're supposed to be. I mean, that it was incredible watching. And, and let me tell you this, all the Dodger fans that I was watching with, boy, oh boy, like they were, they were like this at the end of that one. Head, hands on the knees. Tyler, you did that. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Uh, Matzik was unbelievable what he did. Uh, I do want to quickly remind you about Dugout Mugs. They're giving away $25,000 worth of product over the next week. Okay, so if you go to dugoutmugs.com, use the code word JOMBOY, you're going to get 35% off your order, which is better than their Black Friday sale, plus you're going to get a free knob shot. These are worth 25 bucks. so you get one of these if you're one of the first 1,000 customers to go do this. So you got to hurry up. It's JOMBOY is the keyword on Dugout Mugs. Com. Get one of these bad boys worth 25 bucks. So you multiply 25 times a thousand that they're giving away. That's $25,000 worth of product. Plus they got the best product that you need, that you want. You get the cool stuff. They're made out of baseball bats. We're talking about engraving stuff. It's simple. Go do your holiday shopping now. I know it's still October, but I don't care. I do not care. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Now, is there a special surprise? Do we have Ashlyn in the chat? You got Ashlyn, it. where are you? He's in the chat. Ashlyn, send me a request. Come on. I uh -oh. want to get you in here. Where are you? I, I uh, think I saw Moylan in here, too. Maybe they just popped in and popped out. There they are. There's Ash. Okay, Ash, send me a, a request. I want you to join us. Come on. Any kids out there, make sure you give me your muffs. Ash, in the meantime, uh, the champs, they get defeated. The Dodgers, they had a great run, a lot of injuries. We know all about that. What is the uh, biggest thing that they have to do in the offseason? I'm curious to see what you have to say about this. I mean, there's a lot of free agents that they have to address. Yeah. I, mean, I, th I think, like, the biggest as far as, like, organization-wide is Kershaw. Like, what, what are they going to do with this guy? Mm. I, I think they got to bring Kersh back. It's, it almost seems like a, a Wainwright-Yachty type deal where, like, he just needs to be back with the Dodgers. Uh, but I think the biggest thing team-wise, like actual like on the playing field, is what they decided to do with Seager. I know Turner's there now for another year. 
and maybe they decide to just roll with him at shortstop and probably bring Lux back into second base. Um, but he's been so good. I'd, I'd like to see them have both of them, Seager and Turner, like they did uh, in, in the postseason here. So I think he's probably the biggest question mark there. I think Kershaw ends up coming back. I think Jansen ends up coming back. Uh, but what they do with Seager is probably the biggest thing they need to think about. So uh, it's the biggest priority for me. For me, it's not. I think they let him walk, to be honest with you. I think Turner slides over. I think Lux goes to second. I think they got to figure out their starting pitching. Yeah. Scherzer's a free agent. Kershaw's a free agent and coming off some sort of injury. Dustin May will not be there. Trevor Bauer, no matter how his case plays out criminally, I think his days are done as a Dodger, if he even continues in baseball at all. That's a lot of question marks in a starting rotation where that was supposed to be your true depth, and it wasn't, and it was kind of their undoing at the end of the year. So I think it's all about that one. What happens with the starting pitching? Do they pony up for Scherzer at three years and $100 million? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think Scherzer comes back. I mean, Chris Taylor's another guy that's on the block. and Huge one. I think he ends up leaving because I think he's going to get more money from somebody else, and he Huge deserves one. CT3, if you're watching this video, do not take a hometown discount. You've earned every single Absolutely. No, he's not going to. No Go way. Get money somewhere else, man. What well, was interesting, they let Jock and Kike go, and neither of those guys broke the bank. I think Jock got one year for six or seven or something. Kike, two for 14. Taylor, obviously, uh, coming up an all-star season where he was great in the first half of the year, kind of fell off in August and September, and then rock and roll in, in uh, October, which was awesome. I, I think uh, I think Kike's helped CT3's case here. Like, he's yeah. was valuable to the Red Sox, and, you know, people see the versatility of both these guys, and they understand how, how valuable that is. All right. <laughs> do we do it, Ploofy? Do we welcome her in? Yeah. Let's do it. She is the number one Braves fan that the two of us know. So let's see what's going on with our good friend, Ashlyn. Let's. Hi, guys. You still drunk? <laughs> you want to know a crazy thing? What's that? I watched the whole game sober. Whoa. Are you okay? And uh, frozen. You, yes, are I'm you okay. okay? Did, you, did you hear me? I froze a little. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I wore this shirt. And I slept in this shirt. Um, yeah, so I have to watch all the games sober now. Oh, my gosh. That, that how changed. Excited, hey, how excited were you at the last out, when the last out happened? Uh, waiting for the I, – I don't know. I don't know. I truly – like, I didn't believe it was real. Even when Dansby called it, and made the throw to Freddie. Like, while it's in the air, I'm thinking, like, oh, he's going to miss it. Throw's going to be off target. Something crazy's going to happen. Like, I don't know. And then he called it, and then I lost my complete and total shit. It was fun. Ash, now we've got your true team, the team that you love, the Atlanta Braves, yes. going against your American League team, the Houston yes. Astros. Is there any way we can get a hair dye job where it's half Braves blue and a half Astros orange. You know, that would be possible. <clears throat> if I hadn't already promised my cheerleaders, they could pick my hair color for a competition in two weeks. So it can't be changing too much. Got it. 
honestly, actually, I might even have to veto the cheerleaders because I don't think I can change anything about my life right now. It's where nothing can change. I'm going to wear this shirt every game. I don't know. Just if you see me at the battery next weekend, don't talk to me because I probably stink because I'm wearing this shirt still. Ah. So are you going next week? I'm going. I will be there. I don't know how the logistics are going to work, but I will be at least in the battery. I may not be in the stadium, but I will be in the battery next weekend. I don't know if I'll be there Friday or Saturday or Sunday or hellfire. I might be there all three days. I don't know. But I will be there. <laughs> hey, I was 10 the last this, time they were in the World Series. I was 6 the last time they won. Ash, like, you're not rooting. This is like the Astros are they're gone. Like, I yeah, know no, I hope the Braves sweep them. Like, I hope we beat them by 29 every game. I need I I was, you know, I, I didn't really like you rooting for the Astros. I got to be honest with you. I want you to, like, get back to, like, Braves versus everyone. Chop your head off, Ash, okay? We need that. We need that. Oh, she's back. I, that was the first thing I saw last night after the Braves won. It was like, okay, so is Ashlyn going to root for the Braves or the Astros? All right, come on, y'all. are not that stupid. I know you're not. <laughs> I know you're not. But, yeah, so uh, Braves by 100. I don't care. I hope they don't score a single run. Sorry. Well, I bet you they score a run. Yeah, they're probably going to score a lot of runs, but hey. Okay. Ashlyn, go celebrate. Go enjoy. I'm sure we'll be talking to you throughout the World Series and checking in on you and certainly following you on Twitter. Don't forget about Mansplain Baseball Elsewhere, one of the amazing podcasts we have as part of the John Boy Media family. Yes. We are recording tomorrow our Holy Shit, We Did It episode. Yes. Very good. That'll be out on Tuesday. And you know what? Wouldn't hurt to wash the shirt. Nick, we'll see. I don't know. All right, kiddo. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Later, Ash. All right. So uh, we're going to have this show and still even tomorrow's show and then Tuesday's show. So I'm just going to ask you a very brief question. First blush, what is your take on the World Series? Like the biggest story going into it. I think it's almost like uh, I might be using this term incorrectly because I'm only a high school grad. I think it's like an alpha and omega thing, like a beginning in the end. I think this is the beginning of the Braves' run here. I think they, their core is is there. Obviously, they got to get something done with Freddie, uh, but this team is going to be together, like for a while. Mm -hmm. And the other spectrum is the Astros, and yeah, they have some young guys, and they have a, a good core with Jordan and Tucker and some of the other guys there. Uh, but this is, you know, Correa is not going to be there next year, and and you know they already got rid of Springer and. I think this is kind of the beginning of the end of, of those Astros. Now I'm not going to say, I'm not saying they're going to be bad. They're not rebuilding. I think that they've, they're constructed in a way that they don't have to break it all down to be good, but this group, this core group, you know, I think it's finally, we can say that it's dismembered after this year. So that's the storyline for me. I'm, I'm curious to see how they go out and how the Braves start like this kind of uh, I don't want to call it a dynasty run because they need to yeah. win for it to be a dynasty run, but this is their, the, there ain't no window, baby. The door is wide open for the Braves to, to contend and be in these spots for the next, what, four years, five years? They could be. They could be. No question. Got a couple of young horses, and hopefully Soroka comes back, and we know what Acuna means to this franchise and to the sport of baseball. Um, for me, I, I love great stories. 
The fact that Dusty Baker gets another shot after 19 years of not being in the World Series. Uh, I mean, he's already got a Hall of Fame resume, in my opinion, as far as a manager. I've heard nothing but amazing things from guys that have played for him, how he's just their favorite manager. They, he treats men like men. He gets out ahead of things. He's 72 years old, and he's still cool. Um, and I think it's kind of a neat little sidebar that the first game he ever played was for Atlanta in 1968 against Houston. I think that's kind of cool. It's just a little thing. And then you look at Brian Snicker, who, as I mentioned earlier, has been with this organization for nearly 45 years. He was a player. He was a coach. He was a minor league manager. He was a major league coach. He bounced back to the minors. He's now getting his shot. He was brought in on an interim basis to replace the fired Freddie Gonzalez. And everybody's like, huh? And then they gave him the job after they finished in last place, I think, in 2016. Everybody was still like, huh? And sure enough, he has been the guy that has steadied the tide the entire time. Seems like just a sweet, wonderful man. I've only met him once, but just a calming influence. One of those two guys is going to be on that stage in a week and a half, hoisting the trophy, and I think that's pretty damn cool. I'm, I'm happy for either of those guys. Dusty, I'll give you my Dusty story real quick. Uh, back in the day, my mom worked at a doctor's office, and Dusty used to come in there all the time. So when I was a real young kid, you know, four or five years old, he came in, he signed me a ball, and he would – and my mom would always tell me, like, she'd show me the ball. This is from Dusty Baker. Da, da, da. So as I got older, saw him with the Giants and stuff, like, I've always followed Dusty's career. And um, I've only heard nothing but good stories about him. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I like that storyline as well, Chris. Good job. Yeah, and there's a bunch of other ones. And we'll find out a lot of the participation over the next couple of days when the Braves get to Houston about – pitching matchups and when the Astros go to Atlanta, how they're going to deploy their outfield and what they're going to do with Alvarez and Brantley. So strategically, there's a lot of stuff for us to dive into. But I just think today we celebrate the Atlanta Braves. We give them uh, the proper due that they deserve, the guys that have made this happen for them. And also, I think we kiss off a great champion in the Dodgers, who, who did an awful lot with 106 regular season wins, who I think had seven straight over the last two years series elimination victories and you know how hard that is i mean that's it's really impressive but this is all about the braves and the astros and their chance to shine and people can say whatever they want about it. it's not the best matchup for major league baseball we are baseball fans we will embrace it i think it has a chance to be a great series it is going to be great and someone in the chat was like saying you're crazy we think this is the end of the astros i didn't say this is the end of the astros window is the end of this old guard here, like the Correa, Springer, like basically the 2017 Astros, the mm -hmm. one that everyone was mad at. Like that's basically dismembered after this year. It's gone. This is a new Astros look after this year. They're going to be good. All that young starting pitcher they have, pitching yep. that, Ramber, Luis Garcia, and they have uh, McCullers. They're going to be good. They are going to be good, no question. All right, we're going to be back at it again tomorrow before I fly to New York to see Jimmy and Jake and the rest of the John Boy crew. I'm very excited about that. Uh, I will see everybody later today. If you dare watch a little football, see you on NFL Network at 7.30 Eastern and then right after the Sunday night game. So uh, enjoy your football, enjoy your family, and enjoy your baseball, which you should do every day. And we will see you again tomorrow here on Baseball Today, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Peace. See you guys.